Welcome to another episode of the Unaverage Joe Show. Today I am sitting in a terminal in Orlando International Airport, um, code MCO, and we're waiting in the terminal, waiting f- to board our plane. Um, we're not going to be boarding for a while, but we will board soon. And we're going to be actually boarding kind of soon, but I'm sitting here, my cousin's on the left, um, our gate's just over on the left also, and, well, I just wanted to say that this episode might be a little bit of a longer listen, um, as you can probably tell by kind of how long it is, but, um, I'm in the airport, and, um, I'm gonna make a podcast about my Disney World experience and a review. Okay, and I think we might be boarding soon, so I'll see you on the plane. less than 
that you're, the pilot starts pointing the nose of the plane up, and then you start flying, like you start going up diagonally, and then soon, like you might hear, boom, bing, which basically means you're at 10,000 feet, so the flight attendants will get up after that, and then soon you'll be at 35,000 feet, and then they'll say, okay, you can take your seatbelts off, we're at cruising altitude, or 37,000 feet, and then they start turning the plane towards the direction you're going in. In this case, they turned it south to Florida. And, well, yeah, they JetBlue, full-on JetBlue. Um, I got the window seat. It's really nice. They have a nice in-flight screen. You can, like, watch TV shows. You can listen to the radio. Um, and you can, like, grab stuff out of your carry-on. And, yeah. But, anyway, and then we landed at 12, and it took a while for us to get off the plane because something delayed. Then we got into our, we got into, someone got us a van. We got into the van and we went to our hotel at Disney World, which was the Wilderness Lodge. And yeah, the Wilderness Lodge, I think technically it's a Magic Kingdom, but it's like outside of Magic Kingdom. So yeah. And basically the Wilderness Lodge, as they say, it's wilderness themed. And when you go there, you walk in and there's a check-in desk and there's like a nice lobby and there's some TVs that you can watch but just play Disney stuff. And yeah, we put our bags down and the room was getting ready so we went to the arcade in the meantime. There was an arcade in the thing. And then there's like a few different floors and actually the hotel, I think I'll, it's probably steel underneath but like there's like totem poles that are made of wood and it's like designed with animals on it and stuff. So yeah, they kind of do go kind of overboard with the theme. And if you go, if you, on the lobby, there's a restaurant called the Whispering Canyon Cafe. And it's basically um, just kind of a fancy restaurant that you have to make a reservation for. And yeah, but we went up to our room and it was pretty nice. They had two beds. They, beds were really comfortable. They had a, even the bathroom looked kind of nice. It like had like these kind of like I don't know how to describe it, but like they had like lights that were kind of like rocks. Like it was like tinted glass, I think, stained glass. And then like they had a light that was shining through, and it was a cool color. But anyway, and then also in the back in the back of the hotel, they have a pretty big pool. It's okay size, good for swimming. And they have a little water slide embedded into some rocks that they have. It's 67 feet long, um, and it's pretty nice. Me and Kira play in the pool a lot. And then at the Wilderness Lodge, there's a ferry, a boat that takes you to Magic Kingdom. And yeah, and now I'm gonna start, that's basically the hotel for you, and I probably didn't do too much detail, but like, if you ever stay there, that's what the thing's like. And basically, yeah. So, um, yeah, flying in Mid-South Carolina right now, but anyway, um, Magic Kingdom, I'm going to talk about each of the parks. So, first, I'm going to talk about Magic Kingdom, and Magic Kingdom is basically, it has Cinderella's Castle, it has Main Street, basically everything you'd probably think of if you just thought of Disney World. Also, I don't know if I mentioned this earlier, but I'm only going to be talking about Disney World. I'm not going to go into any detail about Disneyland or any of the other parks. And also, I'm not, for anyone who's actually going to use this, I'm not affiliated or sponsored in any way by Walt Disney or any company for that matter. 
lots of fun shops. Um, there's a candy shop, but do be warned, the prices are pretty expensive, so maybe get some gift cards. Um, they have a glass shop. They have like a shop for pretty much everything. And then Cinderella's Castle. And every night at like 8 o'clock near Cinderella's Castle, they do fireworks shows. And well, and also they have several other places to Magic Kingdom. They have Tomorrowland, which personally is my favorite part of it, which has like um, a little minecart that goes all around it called the People Mover. That Tomorrowland has Space Mountain, which we didn't do. I'm gonna come back to that in a bit. But um, Tomorrowland has like kind of like it's kind of as it's in the name Tomorrowland. It's kind of futuristic, scientificy sci-fi themed and I really like that kind of stuff so Tomorrowland was right up my alley and that's why it's my favorite part of Magic Kingdom and anyway but also there's another part of Magic Kingdom I think there's Adventureland with the Pirates of the Caribbean ride and Frontierland which has like a Wild West themed stuff it's like Disney has rides for pretty much everything like I feel like even in Magic Kingdom like I, I kind of anywhere to anywhere in Disney World. 
there's like a bunch of Disney shuttle buses. And also there's like a monorail that can give you to Epcot and stuff like that. And there's lots of things you can do um, to get places. But anyway, Animal Kingdom. Animal Kingdom basically, when you get in there, it has many different sections and it's all themed around like wildlife and stuff. Kind of like the Wilderness Lodge, but it's a theme park. And there's many different sections, but I really want to talk about a few. So first there's a section called Pandora, which if you don't know, that's the alien world of Avatar, the film Avatar. And first off, um, and it looks really good. Um, there's like a floating rock and it looks really cool. And anyway, so also I wanted to, if you're going to Disney World, I would love to recommend you this ride. It's called Avatar Flight of Passage. And people recommended it to us, and let's say it was awesome. It's definitely my favorite ride at Disney World. And I, and if you're going there, I recommend you try it out. Um, basically Avatar Flight of Passage, basically it's one of these rides, you go into like a little kind of chamber, and then you stand on a number, and then there's videos that like say, welcome to the Avatar program or something. And then you go in, and then they show you how to do the ride and stuff. And then they basically explain what an Avatar is and all that stuff. But then you go over, and then there's like things that look like bicycles, which are the actual rides that you go on. And then you put on glasses, 3D glasses, and then you, it's basically a simulation, but it like goes on, it feels like you're actually flying. You're supposed to be flying on the back of this animal called a banshee, and you're flying through the world of Avatar. And it's really good, you actually feel like you're flying, and it's a really great ride, and it feels really real. And also, the line wait could be a while, but you could, if you get a lightning pass for it, it should be good. But even if you can't, it's definitely worth the wait, and I would, it's a newer ride and not many people have done it, so you could be one of the people that does it. And so that's one of my recommendations. And also, you... Um, but anyway, um, also Animal Kingdom has several other sections, like real world sections. One of them's Africa, which basically it's like themed around Africa by the name, and they have like they have like an African river rapid ride, which had a really short wait time when we went there. And it was kind of like a log ride, but except you went on like a tube and you went down like a river. And yeah, also you might know Animal Kingdom. If you really like roller coasters, and we haven't done this because it was close for renovations, you could try Expedition Everest, and which is basically, sorry, there's a crying baby on the plane, but like, Anyway, Expedition Everest is basically like this roller coaster, it like goes up a big mountain that's supposed to be Mount Everest. But um, we didn't do it because it's close renovations, but it's like really fast, but I guess you could try that if you want. And also there is an Asia section in Animal Kingdom where you can like see, um, actually I'm not sure if we went over there. I forget if we went over there, but I think it's pretty nice over there to be honest. Also, one of my favorite rides there, we got a lightning pass for it. It was just like, I think it's called, I forget what it's called, but it's a safari ride in Africa. And it basically like, you get on a safari vehicle and then you go through, um, it's actually like interactive. You go on like a tour 
part of like this African land that Disney has. They have like Af African elephants. They have like a lot of African animals over there. They have like savannah, forest, and stuff like that. It's pretty cool if you want to see animals. And that's basically Animal Kingdom. We didn't do much Animal Kingdom, so this is probably the least detailed of what I'm going to speak about. And next I'm going to talk about Epcot. And Epcot's theme, I don't know if you can tell by the name, and I'm not sure what Epcot even means, but Epcot's theme is like human culture, human achievement, invention, and imagination. I think that's what Epcot's theme is. And, well, you could take a bus to get there, but if you want to, you could take the monorail, the iconic Disney monorail, to get there. And basically, to get on the monorail to Epcot, you basically go over to Magic Kingdom, get on the monorail thing that's like just to the left of when you enter, and then you take two stops to the TTC or Ticket and Transport Center, and then you get off, and then there should be signs that say transfer to Epcot. Then you wait like there for the next monorail to come. And then when it does, you can get on that monorail and it takes you straight to Epcot. And on the way, you can like spot like Epcot rides. And then when you get there, there's like a giant globe thing. And it, it's in the altitude, it's in the, it's literally in the logo of Epcot. Um, it's like a globe supported by two like diagonal pillars. And that ride, we actually, it's actually a real ride on it. It's called Spaceship Earth. And it's it's a really slow ride, but it's it's alright. It's a pretty nice ride. The line isn't too long when we went there. And then when you go on, basically it tells you about like human history and what like people have done and what the future might be like. And at the end you get to like select what you like most and it'll create your future for you. Like it'll play a cartoon with like your face on it. And then you can like, at the end of the ride, when you get off, you can see, um, there's like an area where you can like study like the future and stuff. You can like play games and stuff that like relate to the future. I don't know. That's kind of what Epcot's all about. And then there's like some other rides around. But if you go like walk around Epcot in like a loop on the opposite side of Epcot, there's like an area, a section where um, they have like um, a little district where they have like a lot of, it's actually pretty big, but they have little sections there for like all the countries, um, maybe not all the countries, but like sections for like the culture of like a lot of countries in the world, like Mexico, um, I think Scandinavia, um, China, Japan, Germany, there's a lot of different countries. And if you go over there, there's like different shops you can go to, like ancient temples, and you can like learn about history and stuff, so if you want to do that, it's pretty nice. But also, and well, yeah, um, also I think Epcot's pretty nice because it's, I kind of like the theme of Epcot, and well, yeah, there's just a lot of like stuff over there. And also, I didn't really, we didn't go on this, but if you go to Epcot, that there is um, actually like a gondola going over to you, like a ski gondola. Not a ski chairlift, but a gondola that you go inside. And you might be thinking, what? Kono, didn't you always say chairlifts are meant for skiing and gondolas are skiing? What the heck is it doing in the middle of a theme park in Florida? I'm glad you asked. But anyway, um, 
basically that I think that shuttles you from Hollywood Studios to Epcot. It's basically kind of like um, just a cable car and it goes between two parks and you can like see Epcot and Hollywood Studios when you go over it. And that's basically what it is. We didn't go on there because we didn't go to those two parks, but I don't know. I've heard it's pretty nice. And anyway, um, also, what else is there at Epcot? There's, um, there's like this ride, um, I don't know, there's, I don't really know what to talk about too much, but there's like, I think there's like a ride, we, I don't know if we went on it, I don't think we did, but there's a ride that like describes, um, like shows you how Pixar films are made, stuff like that, and also there's like, I don't know, just Epcot's pretty nice, and I don't know if I can fit a lot of this stuff into this podcast, but Epcot's pretty nice, it's one of my favorite theme parks, I really like it because of the future theme, and pretty nice if you ask me. And finally, this is the one we went on today and yesterday, for a half day, and also, on yes- yesterday, well, we took a bus and we went to Hollywood Studios, and I, if you think by the name, Disney says that Hollywood Studios is the theme park where you take center stage of your own showbiz adventure as the star of your own showbiz adventure. And, well, yeah, I think that's pretty good. And I like, and that sounds pretty nice. And also that's the theme park with the iconic Tower of Terror. And, yeah, it's basically, we didn't go on it, but we probably should have, or Kira probably should have. But the Tower of Terror is basically this pretty tall, like thing that's meant to be like a broken down hotel I think and then it's kind of like a chimney drop but like it's dark and you like go up and then it's really tall it goes like and then you go down and up and down and up and then eventually it stops but um and then you just go back down but we didn't go on it but that's what I heard it's about and that's basically what it is but um also Hollywood Studios it has like when you walk in as soon as you walk in there's kind of like a street that kind of resembles Main Street, but it's actually Hollywood Boulevard. It's kind of like the Main Street of Hollywood Studios. It has shops, you can buy souvenirs, it even has a Starbucks for people like here who like it. But um, anyway, yeah, and also, also when you walk in, there's an advertisement. It seems to be kind of 1950s Hollywood theme, like the boulevards that you walk on. And also, yeah. Also, Hollywood Studios has a lot of the cool rides and stuff. Basically, Hollywood Studios, it has Toy Story Land, it has, I think, the Star Wars section. Um, what else does it have? Um, it has, I'm not sure, but it has lots of cool stuff that you can go on. But I'm gonna kind of break that down. Basically, Hollywood Studios, it had, um, Hollywood Studios, we went over, on the day we went there, we went over to Star Wars Land, and we went on this ride called Star Tours, and it's pretty nice, because, like, you go on, it's kind of like Avatar Flight of Passage, it's like you're sitting down in, like, a thing, and you're riding through space, it's kind of like a simulator again, it's pretty nice, and also in Star Wars Land, they have another thing called, um, Millennium Falcon Smuggler's Run, and the wait was pretty long, but we had a lightning pass, so we were able to go through quick, but, um, when we went on it, it was basically, like, you, we, you were, like, the pilots or a gunner, and you are like, trying to protect, like, I think you're smuggling something to another place, and, like, 
you have to go through with a spaceship. You have to control the spaceship and stuff. And it's kind of like pretty nice. Also, it's kind of like Mission Space in Epcot, which I didn't really mention. But basically, Mission Space, it's like um, it's like a simulator ride. You like go up and you're like, it's like a mission in space. You're like controlling like a spaceship. But and it was kind of like that, but except Star Wars themed and. I was pretty bad at controlling the ship, but it was pretty nice. No, but, um, and that's basically what it was. That's, like, the only things we did in Star Wars area. But, and there's also another, like, we went to this Indiana Jones show, and it basically showed, like, how Indiana Jones was made. They showed us, like, stunt doubles and stuff. They showed us, like, how the stunt team did stuff. And it was a pretty cool show. If you can book a time for it, it's pretty nice. Like, they show everyone how it's made, and it's pretty cool if you want to see, like, the inside into your films. But, and also, it has Hollywood Studios. There's another really small section that's, like, toy, called Toy Story Land. And, basically, Toy Story Land, it's kind of themed around Toy Story. It's, like, it kind of, it's kind of built, like, a playground, like, kind of how, like, a six-year-old would assemble it. It has, like, building blocks, like, random building blocks. It has, like, signs taped to stuff. It's, like, the signs are pieces of paper taped to stuff. It has a, it, has, it only has a few things. They, it has, like, an alien spin ride, where basically it's a pretty nice, like, ride, and it's kind of plays music, and you go on, like, UFOs and do, like, on the ground. It's not really a simulator, but you go... It's kind of like teacups, except you, like, rock from side to side. But, anyway... On Toy Story Land, there's a Slinky Dog Dash roller coaster, which I didn't do at first, at first, keyboard at first there, because I'm going to get to that in a bit, so stay tuned for that. But anyway, and then also in Hollywood Studios, they have, what else do they have in Hollywood Studios? They have like some cool rides, I'm not sure. I'm not sure what else was at Hollywood Studios. I can't really think of it off the top of my head. But overall, Hollywood Studios, Kira said, was the best park because it had a lot of nice rides. And those are just a few of the rides. So if you really like, like, thrill rides and stuff, you should come to Hollywood Studios. And Hollywood Studios is a nice park, according to my cousin Kira. And I like it, too, because it's, I kind of like Hollywood and stuff. But also, now I'm coming back to that Slinky Dog roller coaster. And basically the Slinky Dog roller coaster, it's like a family themed roller coaster. It's kind of like, um, you're going on like a Slinky Dog thing and you're going, you're riding on like a Slinky Dog and it's basically, you go um, like through Andy's backyard from Toy Story. And I didn't want to do it, but on the last day, which was today, we went to a theme park for half a day. We went to Hollywood, we chose Hollywood Studios to go to half a day because Kira really liked that. And I decided I wanted to go back to, um, I agreed to go back to Toy Story Land first thing and get, and go on the Slinky Dog roller coaster. And I was really scared. I was like kind of crying in line saying, no, I don't want to do this, Dad. I don't want to. But then Mom's like, you're doing it. It's fine. And my mom's kind of the person who, I don't know if Mom's hearing me, but my mom's kind of the person who gets like really scared on rides. She's kind of... I don't know, she's 50 and she gets like really scared on rides, she doesn't really want to do rides like that. Sorry mom, but I don't know. And even mom decided she liked it. But anyways, also before I do, before I go further, 
they went on it and they said you go upside down, but you didn't feel it. Like you only felt it for one second. And it was really fast, but Kira said I probably should have done it, but I didn't really feel like doing it because I was too scared. And also, I do not like going upside down, especially on a roller coaster. When I haven't really done a roller coaster in several years, really, kind of. But, sorry to burst anyone's bubble. But, um, and then when we went on the Slinky Dog roller coaster today, um, we went on the Slinky Dog roller coaster and I was like crying in line, but Dad's like, it's alright, you're, you're with me, it's fine. And then I was like, okay, and then I calmed down, and then I went on the cart, and then it was like, we got launched up, and it was really fun actually. We dropped down, we went up, we like went up kind of high, we did like several little ups and downs, and it was really fun. I really liked it. Um, it was actually really fun. And if you kind, if you're kind of a young person or you just want to do a nice roller coaster, I'd recommend it. It's really fun. It's probably one of my favorite rides out of an Avatar: Flight of Passage. But um, yeah, Slinky Dog roller coaster. It's a good ride. If anyone wants to try it, I really loved it. And I'm kind of scared of roller coasters when I went on it. So now I actually kind of like roller coasters. It was, it's actually kind of an outside roller coaster. It's kind of basic. It doesn't really go fast, but still a roller coaster technically. So technically, I'm not really scared of roller coasters anymore. And it was pretty fun when I did it. So a pretty good ride. And also, I don't know, you might not know this, but Disney. If you went to Disney World before 2020, you're probably familiar with the Fast Pass. Basically, it's like a little thing that you pay for before basically get to skip a bunch of rides you get to skip the lines for rides but in 2020 disney said that they were canceling fast pass like they were discontinuing it and they were making something called disney genie and disney there's something this is what i've heard and we actually use disney genie for our experience because we went here in 2022 and but anyway disney genie the regular version of genie it's basically a free app on Disney that like you can um, that you can like you can say which types of rides you like you can say what rides you want to do and, and Genie the Genie app will make like um, a personalized menu for you to like choose from rides and also you can, I think you can see the wait times on the rides and stuff which is really useful when you're not near a ride but you want to know how long it might take and also there's something called Disney Genie Plus which that's what we use during our vacation. I think you can see the wait times on rides also. You can book dinner. You can book like dinner reservations. We actually booked three different dinner reservations for three different days. I think you can book reservations in advance on Disney Genie. Um, we booked some reservations. They were pretty nice when we ate. The food was good. And any, But anyway, Disney Genie Plus, that's probably why I'm talking about it. If you have Disney Genie Plus, you can book something called the Lightning Lane, which is basically the, now the new version of Fast Pass. But if you have to pay per ride. It's not like you can just use the Fast Pay Fast Pass once, but just use it a bunch of times. You actually have to pay per ride, and you have to book the time you want to do it. So, like, if you want to do a ride early, but all the Lightning Lanes are taken, you might have to wait like three hours before you can do that ride. You might like it or you might not, but that's what's coming, and that's what happened. But anyway, but like Disney, yeah, um, the Lightning Lane is kind of hard because it kind of does dictate your day if you really want to go on a ride, but that's kind of what 
the lightning lane was. I was talking about it earlier. And also, what I want to say is, Disney, I'm sorry if I'm giving you these negative comments, any of these, but I really love Disney. It's really great. It's a great theme park to go on. Just, I feel like the lightning lane might make it harder for people who have, like, or who are, like, on a budget, like, if you, if you don't have a lot to spend, but they could, like, eat it up pretty quickly with the lightning lane. And I don't really, it does seem kind of bad, but we were able to do the lightning lane. It wasn't too much for us, but also, also I like how Disney go really goes the extra mile to do a lot of stuff. Like, the cast members are really nice to you. That's the name for employees. The cast members are really nice. The characters, they're really nice to you. Um, the cast members, like, they, like, always answer your questions whenever you want to. They, and they, they have a lot of cast members. I think I encounter, I see a cast member, like, once every one, 20 seconds to one minute when I was there. But Disney really does go the extra mile to, like, make sure your vacation is great as possible. Like, um, and also I feel like a lot of those details go underappreciated. Like, there's a bunch of hidden Mickeys hidden throughout the park, like, that are, like, made to be designed in the park. Like, one time when we were eating at, like, the Whispering Canyon Cafe, which was our in-hotel restaurant, we had a reservation for it. When the waitress asked if we wanted ketchup and my cousin said yes, my cousin got, here got ketchup because I don't like ketchup, sorry. But, like, when they gave it ketchup, they didn't just put it like, a normal kind of blob, like, they didn't just, like, kind of squeeze it and just give it to us. They made it, they shaped it into the shape of, like, Mickey ears. And, yeah, I think, and a lot of small details go underappreciated. And the cast members, like, the people at the hotel, they really do, they really, like, it's really, Disney just goes the extra mile to make sure your vacation's good as possible. And they did a really good job doing that. So, yeah, that's basically, and also, that's basically Disney World for you. And, well, sorry this podcast was super long, so you might need some time to listen to this. Maybe you could break it up. But I think this could question, and also question of the day, based on what I've said, or if you've already went on to Disney World, which theme, which, um, which thing would you really want to do the most if you went to Disney World?